Alrighty, folks, how you doing? Welcome back to the True Results 303 podcast. Once again, I am Russell, your host. I want to thank you for tuning in. Your time is very valuable, and you're spending it here. I hope that as we walk this journey together, you are picking up information, little tidbits that are going to help you not only improve your life, but improve the lives of those around you. Because there are times when we need to lead, and there are times that we need to follow. And I hope that in listening to these podcasts, following me on social media, it's helping you know when to lead or giving you the motivation to step up and take that leadership role that those most important to you might actually need in their life at this point in time. So don't forget, follow on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, the YouTube channel, and the website, all those links are in the description box. If you visit the website, you can get three free downloads. One is on setting goals, and that's going to help you whether you're just getting into exercise, maybe you fell off the wagon and you haven't exercised in a while, or maybe you're an advanced exerciser, experienced, and you still are missing something. Something's not getting you to that next level. I said the, there's one on nutrition and on supplementation, giving you some of the basics on what you need and what can be helpful in those areas as well. Because we all know that nutrition is very important and sometimes supplementation will be needed to create that healthy lifestyle that you are wanting. So right there at the beginning, that's one of my favorite conscious rappers they might say Christian rapper that's D1 in Lecrae the song is called Work that is D-E-E-1 and Lecrae the song is called Work so like I said thank you for tuning in and let's get in to this episode alright folks so this episode of course is a difficult topic it is going to be pro-life, pro-choice. What does this mean, right? And I think we have a misunderstanding of what these things actually mean because like anything else in life, a lot of these things are a lot more complicated than we think, right? We, we want to think of things as being very simple, but unfortunately, life itself is complicated, right? No matter how old you are right now listening to this podcast, Anything you've encountered in life is very complex. Uh, but we'll start with, of course, some of the basics. And it might turn some people off. It might not. But wait till the end. Endure. And I promise things will uh, change a little bit. Because although I am a conservative, you know, uh, when it comes to true pro-life issues beyond birth, um, there's a lot of things that we need to discuss. So, of course, if we're just going to go conservative versus liberal principles, you know, conservatives are against abortion, Catholics at least, uh, against contraception, and then, of course, euthanasia. All right. Now, the abortion thing, of course, we're going to, oh, and then liberals, 
you know, of course, they're for a majority of the time all these things. Although there are conservatives who can be for euthanasia and contraception, uh, but you know, a majority of the time it's going to be in that Christian group. Those are a no-go, at least definitely in the Catholic Church. Uh, and you know the basics when it comes down to it. You know, abortion, you're harming a, an innocent life and things like that. And I've gotten into the point where, you know, when does... Uh, life began when does conception begin and in reality i i think we should think more of if you're a spiritual person when does the spirit begin you know does that is that within a heartbeat with uh, before the heartbeat before whatever the case may be you know there are if you look into it i've made um, a podcast on i think i've made a podcast if not i've definitely made a youtube video nope it's episode 45 on what is the human soul and we talk about how if we're coming from a St. Thomas Aquinas aspect, a, Christ, a Christian Catholic aspect, uh, plants have souls, animals have souls, and humans have souls. Humans have a combination of the other two to where a plant has a nutritive soul because it has the nutrients and the vitamins and minerals within it. A animal has a sensitive soul right because they have the senses and that nutritive soul nutrition soul however you want to say it and then we as humans have those two plus the intellectual soul so we have the intellect we have the sensitive and then the nutritive soul we have the combination of all three so I, what i want to say is just let's look at it as when does the spirit when does the soul form Right, because if we want to go into a Christian aspect, you know, God knew you when you were still in the womb. He knows every hair on your head. Whatever the case may be, that might not be something you're into. So I'm not going to go any further. You know, I think uh, the downfall of euthanasia, which has been passed recently, and I've heard it said they tried to reword it, and it was dignity, death with dignity. And my only con- my only issue with that saying even was it's a it's a death with dignity. And I'm guilty of this myself. And half the time, we don't even live with dignity, right? If our body is our temple, we don't even respect ourselves. And so, why do we want this so-called respectful death or death with dignity? I don't. It's it's a confusing concept for me. I didn't like the terminology. Like I said, myself in general, I let God down. I let myself down daily. You know, I, it's hard to live that virtuous lifestyle. Uh, so it was just a. A difficult thing for me, and then of course, you know, if you if you start to if you start to uh, look into things when it comes to contraception, you know, warning labels. These things can cause cervical cancer, uh, pregnancy issues, miscarriages, and things like that. So even if you don't want to look at it as as that Christian perspective of it, you're playing God. Uh, look at it as a health aspect, right? I had the same conversation with a, a lady, a young lady once at the gym about supplements. And she, you know, she wanted the double chocolate, fudge, mint, protein shake. And I asked her, do you drink diet soda? She was like, oh no, those artificial sweeteners are horrible. They cause major health issues. It's like, well, what do you think the double chocolate, mint, fudge, rocky road protein shake has in it? How do you think they get it to taste like that? That's like a Franken food, right? Um, so once again, I think that's just the downfall of contraception. Abortion, of course, you're just taking the life, whatever.
like I said, I don't want to dive too deep into that. Don't want to turn people off too much, you know. And with this pro-choice concept, I, I can I can understand it uh, to a certain extent, right? And I understand it to the certain extent of what does it mean to truly be pro-life, right? And that means we need to make sure that the mental health of our children are well taken care of, right? And I have a one of my clients for personal training is a Democrat and he works for the government as a commissioner and him and I struggled him and I at the beginning used to always debate this because if you're going to go off of Catholic teaching he's not a true Catholic because he doesn't believe in Catholic doctrine and Catholic teaching um you know but he talked about how they provide birth control to these lower income populations and it reduces births and to me that's just you're masking a symptom, right? You're treating the symptom. You're not treating the cause, right? It's the same reason why he wanted to exercise is because he's got the high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and he's on the verge of having to take medicine every single day, right? So how can you, in turn, say you don't want to take medicine every day, but you're telling these poor young women with whatever issues in their life, just take this pill every day. Everything's going to be all right. And that's not what it's about. There's a deeper mental issue wrong even with our men who are out there engaging in premarital sex. It's not just the women's fault. It's, it's, it's our young men as well. There's something wrong and we need to be able to overcome this mental block or this mental illness, whatever we want to call it, and help these young women. And just giving them a pill and saying, take this every day is not going to solve the problem. What is truly going on within the minds of these of these poor young children? Um, of course, I understand uh, child care, right? We've got to do something for child care. And in reality, in my opinion, I am a firm believer that it takes a village to raise a family. Most conservatives will say, no, that's not the case. I, I truly believe that. You need strong parents. You need strong grandparents. You need strong aunts and uncles, brothers, cousins, a strong family base. But that's what it truly means to, that's what it truly means for the term, it takes a, fa- it takes a village to raise a child, right? It takes that family to raise a child. But once again, we as society has lost the value of family. Families are falling apart. The divorce rate is high. And I'm going to get into that into a set. Uh, get in that, get into that in a second. We've got to find ways for this, right? How can we raise these children better? Child care, and this is where that traditional family will come into play, right? If we only have one, if we only have the father working and the mother can stay at home, that's going to unfortunately mean you have to sacrifice maybe going out to eat, going on those vacations and things like that. But in the long run, that puts you in front of your child more, the one raising your child, not letting other outside influences mold your child. That also will help your children when they have children, right? If a mother's not working, now we have that child care in place for these mothers that are in their 20s and 30s. The Their grandmother can help raise those children. Once again, creating that tight-knit family. But once again, it comes down to then making those sacrifices 
and returning to that traditional family lifestyle, which unfortunately in today's society, a lot of people do not like, right? Or they see it as suppressive in some way, shape or form, which, hey, I understand it is what it is, right? What about body health? Teaching our children that exercise is a lifestyle. Eating healthy is a lifestyle. Making quality and healthy food decisions at a young age. Teaching them how to cook again. I'm not in school anymore, so I don't know if they still have that home ec class, but learning to cook for yourself. This in general is going to help you for those who say they're struggling financially as they get older. Well, if you cooked at home and you knew how to cook a healthy a good tasting meal, you wouldn't have to worry about these things, right? Because you know how to cook. So once again, that's also going to create less burden in society when it comes to health care. Because that means most likely you're not going to need to be on prescription drugs. You're not going to have, hopefully, these mental, or not mental, these uh, body illnesses, cancer, and all these other things that are going to create a burden on society in the healthcare system, if we learn and teach our children to do this and prepare them at a young age, right? And in reality, I think growing up, we need to understand that unfortunately we have children having children and these children are not fully developed. So we need to understand and we need to figure out a way to properly teach people how to raise children in life. This should be a standard within our curriculum in some way, shape, or form. I know when I was younger, that's when you had to carry around the crying baby and all these things. I don't know if they do that nowadays, uh, but it might have been beneficial in some way, shape, or somehow we've got to make it uh, make this understandable. And then maybe marriage counseling before marriage. Everybody just wants to jump into marriage, right? They want to jump into marriage, and then unfortunately, uh, the person wasn't who they thought they were or... Um, you know, they change, whatever the case may be, and then all of a sudden, there's a divorce. And we all know that that broken home is going to really have an effect on these developing children that are being born. So, that's something we need to think about. And to tell you the truth, I think that is the beauty of of the Catholic faith coming from my Catholic Christian background. You have to go through marriage counseling before you get married. You have to sit down with a priest and talk about these things and talk about finances and talk about how to overcome problems that are going to happen within a marriage throughout your life. These are things that are required by the Catholic Church. Which in reality, when you think about it, is another reason why the Catholic Church, when it comes to divorce, getting off of the topic of, you know, a, a, a biblical explanation. This is why the church will say, you cannot get divorced within our institution. Now, of course, you can get divorced by the state, but the church is always going to see your marriage as a legal marriage, unless you go through that annulment process. There is something they call the annulment process. I don't want to get into that. I'm not well-versed in it. In my opinion, I'm not a fan of it. But this is why the church says, no, in God's eyes, you are not divorced. We've already went through a six, eight-month marriage counseling before you ever even got married. So don't tell me this person was the person you didn't believe he was, this or that. 
Now, of course, like I said, there is an annulment process to where they will say, okay, let's take the facts. We want, you know, interviews and, and written letters from people within your life to see what was going on. And then we will judge if it, if it will not be considered a valid marriage or not. But once again, I think if we can rebuild that family structure, that's what's going to create and what's really going to help that pro-life movement. And when it comes down to pro-choice and all these things, in reality, you had the choice. The choice was to engage in intercourse or to not engage in intercourse. And everything in life has consequences. So it seems like, once again, we're going towards that anti-consequence movement. To where, don't worry about it, we can solve it with a pill a day. We can solve it with an abortion. We can solve it with this. Not knowing that there's still going to be mental issues, the underlying cause. And that's what we need to figure out. And that's what we need to treat. And like I said, when it comes down to it, I think it comes down to a conservative point of view is we want to treat the cause. A liberal point of view is we want to treat the symptom. And that's truly what I believe. That's how I see it. And I hate to tell you the truth is we as conservatives where we want to be fiscally responsible, managing our money, doing all these things is going to cost more money. But if we can catch them at a young age, we don't have to use government funds to do these things. If we can start raising kids as, you know, raising these young adults to understand the mental health, the bodily health, the importance of raising children, of having yourself prepared for these things and understanding the consequences that happen, it can prevent a lot of tax dollars having to be given to these. But of course, at the beginning, we might have to use way more tax dollars than giving a birth control pill, right? It's like they say sometimes, you're going to have to, uh, you know, there's going to be a bigger burden at the beginning, but once you get through those rough patches, it will get better. And I think it's the same thing as the conservative point of view, or I think how America maybe was kind of uh, formed and how we were supposed to be is, right? It's that same thing of we have a United States Constitution, right? And we want that limited government, and then we have our state constitutions to where it's like, yes, we have these government uh, rules and regulations, but the states as well can function on their own with their own constitutions, right? And then from there, it gets even smaller to the family constitution of the family tradition. And once, like I said, once that fall apart, it falls apart, it's only going to snowball from there. So we need to strengthen the family institution. And from there, things will start to flourish once again. But we have to make sure that we can create a solid foundation at home. And it starts with keeping the parents together. And like I've said before, I think it starts with keeping them together, keeping that traditional sense of trying to make sure that the man provides and the woman can stay at home and help raise the children, take care of kids, raise them in the way it needs to be. And I, and I know it sounds, people don't like the way that sounds, but uh, I think if we could at least ex- start to explore that option once again, we will see great things happen. And that reminds me of uh, a guy I played hockey with. He's a professor here in Colorado, I think. I haven't talked to him in a long time, but he had a daughter. And I was talking to him one night after a hockey game, and, oh, she's going to college. I was like, oh, that's cool. What is she majoring in? 
And I can't remember what he said. And he goes, and in reality, it doesn't really matter what she majors in. You know, from a young age, she said she wants to be a house, a housewife. That's what she wants to be. She wants to be a stay-at-home mom. And I told her, that's fine, but you're going to college and you're going to get a degree. You know, that's was his, that was his exact words. He's like, I told her, hey, if you want to be a, a, a stay-at-home mom, that's fine, but you're going to be a stay-at-home mom with a college degree. So, like I said, I hope I know this might have been a difficult one to talk to talk about to listen to for those of you who might not be conservative or or have those views. But I think it's something to think about, and and if we as conservatives truly look deep within ourselves and know what pro life means, not only before birth but after birth, uh, it, it is a, a difficult topic, and it is very complicated. And like I said, it's it's going to take a lot of uh, deep thinking, uh, self-awareness, self-understanding, self-respect within the individual and within the family community respect for others. And once we can somehow figure this out, we will understand uh, that it can be done, that we can figure out a way to group all this together. So once again, I hope this helps. I hope it was food for thought. Don't forget to follow on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, the YouTube channels out there, the website. Check out the website. There's free gifts, setting goals, supplementation, and uh, nutrition. Don't forget to sign up for the newsletter at the website as well. Don't forget to leave a review on this podcast if you're on iTunes to help out that way. And stay tuned for the next episode.